Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm bringing you a mashup of some of my favorite masturbatory clips, tips, and tricks. Topics include tips to getting you in the mood for a little self-loving and stop the O-blocking already. We do block ourselves from having orgasms. It's a true thing. How to become a multi-orgasmic male. Yes, it takes some work, but it's totally worth it. Ways to talk to your teens about masturbation without it being completely uncomfortable. And a masturbation guide that doesn't include a vibrator because, hey, there's so many paths to pleasure. All this and more. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much to Keeps for supporting Sex with Emily. Keeps is an easy and affordable hair loss treatment for men. To receive your first month of treatment for free, go to keeps.com slash Emily. Anyone in a relationship should communicate more, but one of the most important things you should absolutely be talking about is using more lube in the bedroom. That's why I want to tell you guys about Pure Lube, because it is seriously next level. I've been obsessed with this brand for years, and I'm a huge fan, which is why I'm so excited to be working with them. They have a ton of different formulas that are great for either exploring a new toy and making sure your time with your partner is that much more pleasurable. Pure's original formula lets you feel much more touch and sensation and even works great as a massage gel. Or check out their Aqua Water-Based Lube, which is super moisturizing and gets completely absorbed into your skin, leaving you feeling silky and smooth. The best part is that their products all use medical-grade ingredients and are completely hypoallergenic. So get that conversation started and bring Pure Lube into the bedroom. To try Pure for yourself, go to sexwithemily.com pure. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash P-J-U-R today. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. You know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com, check out our website, and you can uh, check out our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We really do love when you comment on the show and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen. Also, you can check me out on SiriusXM Radio. Stars Channel 109. I'm there Monday through Friday, 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, every night, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 East. I'm so excited to be reaching so many more of you. It's been great. If you want a free 30-day trial, you can go to sexwithemily.com SXM. And always follow us on social media across the board at Sex with Emily. We're doing a lot of contests this month because it is Masturbation Month. So you can check that out on our website or on our social media. Stay tuned. Follow us. We just want to bring you pleasure. That's all. More pleasure for you. Enjoy the show. So here's some suggestions that you can jumpstart your self-loving routine, All right, do okay? it. So the, this is huge, 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 huge. I know this has been a problem for me when I haven't been able to get down to business, and that is to eliminate distractions. So you want to make time for it, no matter what. Ideally, you have more time, you know, than a lot of people, but, you know, sometimes it's good just to get it out 
you want to have a quickie rather than nothing at all. So this actually came from a listener, an email from a listener to get us warmed up here. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the week one winner of How You Masturbate. We're still, we have our contest going. So this was his example. This was how he masturbates, right? All right. Dear Emily, I really enjoy the show and thought that I would send you an email about how I typically self-love. I'm a 38-year-old male from Arizona. I don't have much time to enjoy masturbating with two young girls around, so I have to do my best to rub one out when I can. I speed home from work, so I have 10 minutes before my daughter's bus shows up to relieve myself. I burst into the house and shuffle the dog into the backyard. <laughs> I can see the disappointment in my dog's face because she's so happy to see me, but I'm on a mission. I grab my phone dog to try, judging you, to by try the way. some online inspiration. I drop my drawers, hit the bed. I usually don't get real far before the dog is barking in the backyard, ah, both the, the neighbors dog. and distracting me. I scurry to the back door with my pants around my ankles to let the dog in. I'm running behind now. <laughs> I make my way back to bed with my half-heart erection. I pull out my phone and start trying to find something else fun to look at. By now, my dog has made it to the side of the bed and is begging for me to let her up. This is exhausting. I won't be able to do this with her making all this noise. I throw her on the bed and get back to work. I have only (laughs) minutes now and need to get busy. I have to skip the light porn and dial up something hardcore to make this happen quick. I jerk it fast and hard. I have to put a pillow to block my dog's view of what (laughs) I'm doing. I know, Madison. This person is speaking to my heart. I know. This is why we're reading this. I finish in some some dirty laundry and barely have time to zip (laughs) my pants before running out the door to pick up my kids off the bus. It's kind of sad, but... This routine happens more than I like to admit. Thanks for your hard work, our friend in Arizona. Oh, man. It's a good one, right? It's we all got to do it. We got to do it. I, I, uh, I don't know how many shows ago, but I was talking about the dog because... The dog, I know. I mean, because you love true. the dog, but the dog stares you in the face and... He doesn't know. They know. He's not going to They know. Like, you, don't, so what? you don't know if they know. Who cares if they know? It's very... What, are you going to start telling all the other dogs <laughs> in the dog park? No, but you're like, oh, because the dog's such a sweet... a brownie, and the next thing I know, he's having sex for 16 hours. Yeah, he had this huge erection. No, it's just like, I don't know. It just feels weird. I know, an interesting debate. It feels weird. My dog, I just pushed to the corner. She just fell asleep. You can give edibles to your dog now, no. apparently. No, I don't want to do that. I would mean, that. Get that dog to shut up. At least my dog doesn't bark. Give your dog. Edibles? I don't. don't I don't. But <laughs> they, I'm sure they do have edibles for they dogs. Do. That makes total they do. They do. Maybe, but you got to figure out that barking situation. I think you just got to train your dog to be outside. That give him a bone. Give him a freaking bone with meat. One of those yeah. meaty, meaty bones, yes. and then he'll let you have sex. That's when it should be feeding time. Exactly. See, see we're I'm working sorry. this out Dude, together. I got this. Yeah, I got you. Okay. <laughs> so, but for women, this is to eliminate distractions. Okay. Time manager masturbation, set aside time and for men too, a good amount of time. If you know that sometimes it takes you a while to get in the mood, don't give yourself 30 minutes just to get down mm-hmm. and busy. Set aside enough time so you don't feel rushed. Also, you want to treat this time as sacred. Turn off your phone, which actually I've been doing lately. I actually leave my, my phone outside my bedroom when I go to bed at night. Wow. I got a clock in my room. Yeah, because I don't, I'm looking, I'm falling asleep, like looking at Snapchat or something. It's like, that's mm-hmm. not the energy you want. love the you Snapchat want. now. I know, I love it. <laughs> um, lock your door if you need to. Surrender to the moment. Whether you're able to climax or not, you'll be glad that you set this time. So remember, yeah. this is a practice. This is something that's going to take some time. Um, it could take some time, but this is where we're exploring new erogenous zones and going deeper into your pleasure. So you also want to de-stress. Stress Number one killer of your sex drive for men, women, couples. We come home, we're stressed. It's the last thing on our mind. So it's so crucial to rid yourself of any tension before you hit the bedroom. What happened in the day, no matter what, work, your mom called, wardrobe malfunction, parking ticket, leave it at the front door. If you need to meditate, exercise, take a bath. I meditate at night. 
I do take baths sometimes, not enough, but when I do, I'm totally in the mood. Because it just brings you down, and you're like, you get that, it brings you down to this level of like calm. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen me that way, but it happens. Um, do whatever you need to do to unwind, and the less nagging thoughts that are in your head bouncing around, the more room there is for the masturbation, happy, friendly thoughts, or sexy, dirty thoughts, or whatever kind of thoughts you have. So, yeah. You also, menace the next thing, you want to create a space for yourself. Like, make a sure masturbation space. A masturbation space. Like, I have, like, a meditation space. <laughs> so, there's so much research out there that, research that shows that your environment has a huge impact on your state of mind. Like, my house was a cluttered mess, and now I'm working on making it a lot better, and I already feel like it's more of my home right now. And the same goes for your bedroom, mm-hmm. um, forever it is that you masturbate. So, uh, you want stuff, you don't want, and this is even for a couple, you don't want the TV I know you probably have a TV in your bedroom, but just take all the stuff of work out of your, all that. make it like as happy and serene as you can and peaceful, remove clutter, work, yeah. dirty laundry. Oh, you um, would hate it. There's like so much electronic shit in my room. Oh, it's crazy. So bad, you're going to die. Now, um, also, you want to, um, you want to kind of stage like a self-seduction, like you are seducing yourself. So you light candles, you can do these cool uh-huh. uh Neon, uh, the new color changing LED lights. Have you seen these? So mm-hmm. I got, they got sent to me. It's called LIFX, right? Yeah, you have one. We uh, oh, we with put it. it on. Yeah, you 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 screwed in my bulb that night. No, I didn't. It was already there. I, I observed the screen. Oh, okay. So but it, I, it, it connects like, to an app yeah. on your smartphone. It changes colors and it sets the themes the themes for different moods. And it's a great setting for masturbation. You can even be like, oh, and you, it's the coolest thing. We all have one. I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called LIFX, the light bulb. But anyway, you you can just like be like, oh, this is like you know, Sometimes yeah. you need when I'm talking about your environment. I'm talking about like. There might be certain sounds, like there might be a candle that gets you in the mood. It might be a lighting, like when my light goes to this like orangey, strobe light that you can do, like that makes me in the mood. So you want to mm-hmm. set the scene. For men, same thing. Whatever you got to make into a love den, you might just need to suck. I don't know what it is. Makes, <laughs> I feel like men are always coming into their socks. Music is a great thing. All the, You want all the senses like on board. Um, sound, sight, touch, scent. Um, and do the things that you would do if you were going to seduce someone or you wanted to be turned on. Like, how would you turn yourself on? So, it helps to think sexy thoughts to get your brain on board. So, again, like Menace, I think that you're, for men, a lot of times your sexy thoughts are just popping up here and there. And for women, um, porn, great way to do it. Yeah, but... Uh- I'm, I'm sure you're not watching porn. porn every time. But. No, fantasizing. Uh-huh. But a lot of women are just, you know, they're thinking is about... Is it sporadic or is it something that you've set up? It's, um... When it's masturbation time. I think it's both. It could be something that just happened. Like, if I just had, like, mm-hmm. a particularly hot sex sesh, yeah. or I would... Wait, um, after you already had sex, you're going to masturbate again? No, no, I'm okay. saying, like, if recently or there's something fresh in my mind or, like, a new mm-hmm. person I'm dating, I'll, like, think about different flickers of mm-hmm. being with him. Like right. moments, and that's kind of like what I do mostly, or different scenarios. Like think about like women together, what? watch Leslie Horn. Yeah, like most women, totally. Um, so you also fantasize again. You don't have to watch porn. You can just fantasize in your head. That can be just as great mm-hmm. for a lot of people. But here's the other thing about fantasy. That's also a practice. So there's a lot of people I've run into, and like you know, I don't fantasize. I don't know what turns me on. I don't know what what I think about. And actually, a lot of this work I'm doing with Celeste and Danielle at my somatica training is about it's six months of training, but it is going to be about like being a somatica practitioner, is helping people realize what truly turns them on, men and women. Like you think you know, but there might be stuff that you've repressed, and also if you just really don't know, like ways to like 
create scenarios that you know will get you there because so many of us have a hard time getting in the mood for sex. So um, there's like erotica, you can listen to it, you can read, all that stuff. Female-friendly porn, Erica Lutz. Erica Lutz has a site, X Confessions. It's a feminist porn site. It has a compilation of erotic short films. Monthly subscriptions, $27. It's a very popular site, though. We love good sex. Created by 20-something Lucy Blush. Covers some of the best porn sites for women. If you don't know where to start, it's a great place. It can show all of them to you. Tumblr, great place for porn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've got GIFs, you've got images, you've got short video clips that like, can lead you down the path to finding like a lot uh-huh. of great stuff. Lady Cheeky, we love Lady Cheeky's site. Check her out on Tumblr. It's one of the top-rated female-friendly erotic Tumblr sites. Um, and then Porn for Men. Need my help here? Sky's the limit. <laughs> Pornhub, you porn, plenty of sites out there. And then for fetishes, we got kink.com, uh-huh. Burning Angel, Beautiful Agony that just shows women's faces, orgasms, yeah. and men's. Oh, um, speaking of, have you heard uh, about Sex Bit yet? Did you hear about that? Sex Bit. Yeah, like a so bit? it's like, yeah, I think it's you uh, porn or one of those companies. They came up with a. Uh, a website where it's like basically working out, but you do different sex positions and you time yourself and you get points and all kinds really? of stuff. Really? So yeah. it encourages couples to have sex in yeah. a way together? That's really cool. Yeah, it's I know like, that there's a supposedly few like working out type yeah, thing. That's yeah. right. We've had sex as many times this week. I think that'd be great. Can you do it for <laughs> masturbation too? I'm sure you could, yeah, where you earn different points and it's helping you work out. I think the point thing works. Like I like doing it with my walking, my steps. Uh-huh. And my me- I have a meditation app where it, like it says like I've meditated like eighty five hours this year. I know, right? That could have been like lucky. Curing cancer or something, <laughs> but I am meditating with all that time. Okay. That's so good. Yeah. So fantasize. Okay. It's a very mm. important skill for women to develop. Like I said, research for women uh, research shows women who are able to fantasize have a better chance of reaching orgasm. And this was something I can relate to because it did not come naturally to me. Like most of my thoughts mm-hmm. are like anxious thoughts. Like what did I yeah. do? I didn't do this. I got to do that. Like I can't relax. So I really had to like find what turned me on. Well, we porn. We've always said it's like um, in your head most of the time on yeah. all this. Everything. Everything you know? is in your head. And most Everything. of the stuff we can craze in our head and most of our limitations are in our head. And most of the things you tell yourself that you can't fantasize, you can't have an orgasm, you can't have mm-hmm. 16 orgasms, or you can't stay hard. A lot of it is in our head. I understand your body might not be on board with that, but once you get your head on board, your body will follow. Um, so just get in touch with what you're feeling, you know, emotionally, physically at the time. Think about sexy scenarios and then you'll have a lot of material for your masturbation ba- uh, bank. Another important thing about getting in the mood, sex toys for a lot of people can be seen as the very sure thing. Like if you're not mm-hmm. sure you're going to masturbate, you're not going to get over flashlight for men. Uh, we like the womanizer, we like the magic wand and also deep breathing. I'm telling you, it helps with everything. Um, let's get into emails right. because um, we've got so many emails yeah. to catch up on. I love, love when you email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com and you guys take great orders because we do ask you to include your name your age and where you live and no and how you what, listen how you listen so many orders though i always feel like i let that one go how you listen would be awesome yeah like oh do you listen on and in fact one or people iTunes? right this person is telling us here so Rules. thank you emily i love your podcast i listen frequently on my iphone podcast app very oh, helpful sweet. um i love it so much that i even bought myself my very own magic wand after hearing so many what? rave reviews on your show i mean you've been pimping the magic wand for a long dude, time dude before i even yeah. pimped magic wands i love the magic wand it's the best um my question is about orgasms i first started masturbating in college when i realized i needed to learn to get myself off before expecting a partner to it was kind of like a shot in the dark at first rubbing until i would feel the final total total body release 
uh, all of a sudden. The mm-hmm. past three years or so, I've not been able to reach that final stage of explosion, and I can't figure out why. Of course, since I notice a difference, I can't help but think every time when I'm close, if it'll happen. So I'm kind of mentally cockblocking myself by doubting it'll happen. So she's about to orgasm, and then she's like, mm, am I going to, am I going to, and then she can't. Mm-hmm. I'm still able to enjoy clitoral stimulation and love using the magic wand, but it's the same thing. I hit a point where it seems like my body can't handle any more pleasure, and it just kind of stops. My whole body tenses up intensely, and I can't get it to relax no matter how much deep breathing I do to continue the sensation. To me, I've been considering it as an orgasm as of late, but I can't help but wonder if my body is in fact able to get past the tense level and keep going. See, guys don't have this at all. You're like, Mm -hmm. I came, I didn't come. Good night. Have you ever heard of this happening and had any tips for how I can get my orgasm back? Jay. She did not include her name and how old she is, by the way, but she did include her app that she was on the app. So she is orgasm blocking herself um, and she she's kind of wondering if she's going to feel it and she's so caught up in her head that she's cheating herself out of enjoying it, which I think men and women have these same challenges when it comes to sex that we sometimes, we're in the bedroom, whether we're masturbating with a partner, you know, guys think, am I going to perform? Am I going to come too quickly? Mm-hmm. Is she into it? You know, am I turning her on? Um, does she, what does she think of my penis? And women are thinking a lot of things like, you know, how does my body look? Will I be able to orgasm? But the thing here is, Jay, is that the arousal starts in your mind because our brain, largest sex organ. So she has to get her brain on board before anything is going to happen with her body. So the problem is she's probably just going in and trying to masturbate like she did in the past and like knocking one out. Like guys kind of do, right? You're trying to just like whip it out. So you got to get your brain on board. So whatever turns you on, Jay, you might not even know. You can watch porn, you can read erotica, think sexy thoughts, think about the last time you were with someone and how they really turned you on. And you know what you should do, Jay? Take the orgasm off the table. Say, you know what? I'm gonna spend the next week, I'm not even trying to have an orgasm. I'm just gonna get to know my body. Because you said that you already did this work earlier, the reason why you started masturbating, which was amazing, I wanna clap for you, that you knew that the way to have the best sex and to be the most satisfied in bed is to first, it starts with you and to know your own body. So once you take it off the table, you just need to relax and say, okay, you know what? I'm just going to start touching my body again and see what makes me feel good. We have so many erogenous zones, a lot of them, you know, our neck, our ears, our breasts, and tune into what your body is feeling. So like, it's like a seduction of yourself, like candles, again, like read erotica, watch porn, think about whatever you need to think about, use lube. Adding lube to masturbation will definitely enhance your experience. I promise you, women are more likely to orgasm when they use lube and you can like rub it all over your body. And just, you know, tune into what your body is experiencing when you get aroused. And so think about that. And if you start to feel tense, like you said, don't try to fight it. Just be like, oh, I'm feeling tense, you know, and then go back to your breath. And you said you already did the breathing thing, but that also takes practice. So, just say, okay, I'm breathing deep breaths, like in through your nose, out through your mouth, like take it back to what you're feeling in your body, keep going back. And this might take you a few times. This might take you a month, but it's completely worth it because you know that you can orgasm. You know that you've experienced it before and you know, you'll get back to that place, but it's going to take a little retraining of your body. And you mentioned that you use the magic wand and maybe you have a sense of clitoris. If you have it cranked up to the highest setting and you're putting it directly on it, you could be overstimulating it. So you could turn it down. You could use it over your underwear or put a sheet over you. Um, but, you know, I just don't want you to rush it. I want you to like, actually, this is a great experience for you because perhaps when you learned to orgasm, you were super focused on that. And now you can learn, you can start to focus on being more sensual with yourself and more intimate and um, it'll be a bigger payoff. So that's what I got to say about that. 
Okay, we've got Scott. He's 36. He's from New York. And he's got some masturbation questions. Hey, Scott. Hey, how are you? I'm wonderful. Great to talk to you. Let's talk about masturbation. (laughs) Let's talk about masturbation. Tell me what's going on. It's my favorite subject, one of them. So, yeah, I I just had a question because, like, the first time it happened, it happened by accident. And um, basically, it was uh, just in bed beside my wife and um, almost having some fun by myself because she was sleeping, not in the mood. And um, all of a sudden, it was closer than I thought it was. And instead of trying to come all over the covers, I just squeezed it it so it wouldn't come all over the sheets and Mm -hmm. stuff. And um, then I noticed that it didn't come out at all. So I was like, oh, that was actually kind of cool. So I, I've done it again since then, and I've done it here and there since then, and, and never had any issues with it, but I wanted to know if that causes any problems. You know, it really doesn't. I mean, I have to say that this is actually a process. Men can have an orgasm without ejaculating, and men can also ejaculate without having an or- orgasm, which is much rarer. So there's a lot of men who are trying to become multi-orgasmic or men who are premature ejaculators and it's a practice that they go through. So it actually is healthy. There's nothing wrong with it. And you'll probably find that you have more sexual energy, right? Like holding it, holding it in and like not letting yourself ejaculate can kind of give you still a great satisfying sensation because you're not going over, but you're still holding it inside. Right. So I think that it's actually a practice for a lot of guys would like to do this <laughs> and they talk about doing it, but it, it is a practice and it's, it's healthy and less you start feeling, experiencing any pain at all, which doesn't sound like it. Right. Yeah. No, no pain at all. I just, I get the pleasure of an orgasm, but not all the, the work of the cleanup and um, yeah, it's nice. Okay, good. So yeah. you think that that could be a path towards, towards multiple orgasms as well though? I mean, yeah, there's a lot of men that do this, do this practice because they learn this through sex therapy and there's like a squeeze technique. Like when you're doing your Kegel exercises too, it helps you do Kegel exercises. It helps men's like learn ejaculatory control. And it's kind of like this for a lot of men, they start having sex, they start masturbating and then they stop, you know, you stop and you kind of go down by squeezing the base of your penis when you feel ejaculations like about to occur. And then you just kind of let those sensations subside and you start over and you repeat the cycle. And there's a way that you go up and down, up and down, and then you still don't have to ejaculate, but there's a way to kind of understand your body's rhythms and you could learn to be a multi-orgasmic. I feel like if you're doing it and it feels good, there's a lot of guys who like email me and they like want to experience it. And they're like, I don't have the time. I'm like, listen, if you, it's a practice, right? And it's worth it because it feels good. So I think this is a good example, Scott, for everybody. There is a book, The Multi-Orgasmic Man, and some other resources that I will actually attach in the show notes. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Well, I guess I know what I'm going to try uh, tonight. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Let me know how it goes. I'm glad you're taking care of yourself. Keeping okay. the sheets clean and, you know, yeah, having new you. sensations. Yeah. You're welcome. Bye, Scott. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we come back even more masturbation tips. All right, guys, I got some news for you. Two out of three of you will experience some hair loss by the time you're 35. Even though you probably are rocking the new look, I get it. You want to have hair that makes you feel good and confident. Usually I have sex hacks for you, but this one is more of a life hack. It's called Keeps, the most convenient and affordable way to keep the hair you have. Keeps makes it super easy to get started. It only takes five minutes, and I'm sure you have that to spare. You go to their site, answer a few simple questions, and snap some pictures of your hair. Easy peasy. 
A physician licensed in your state will review your information and suggest the right treatment plan for you. Before you know it, Keeps will deliver your order and send you refills every three months. These FDA-approved treatments used to cost a fortune, but not anymore. Keeps has solved all that. In fact, your customized treatment might be as little as $10 a month. And right now, Sex with Emily listeners can get their first month free. So if you're ready to fight back against hair loss, give Keeps a try. To get your first month treatment free, go to keeps.com slash Emily. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Emily. Keeps. Hair today, hair tomorrow. Okay, let's be honest. If you're over 40, there's a 50-50 chance that you're one of 39 million men affected by erectile dysfunction. And if you're not, you might be one of the 39 million partners that's affected as well. I know not everyone experiences it the same, and your doctor may have it totally under control with medication, which is great. But I hear from plenty of you who have totally lost hope. You tried it all, or so it seems, but I'm telling you, there's something you can do to fight back and that your sex life is not over and that ED is definitely not something to be ashamed of. Boston Scientific is leading the charge to eliminate the ED stigma and to get men and their partners talking about their condition. Their surgical implants have helped almost half a million men return to normal, yeah, normal sexual function, men who thought they tried everything. Time to lose the shame and take control. To learn more about Boston Scientific's treatment options, go to sexwithemily.com slash no shame. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash N-O-S-H-A-M-E today. I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on Sirius XM Radio. You'll find me in Stars Channel 109, Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more. Because every day I'll be interviewing guests, sharing the latest news, and my favorite part, taking your calls live on the air two hours every weekday. If you're a SiriusXM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash SXM. That's sexwithemily.com slash SXM today to try SiriusXM for yourself. See you there. Okay, this is from Dexter48 in Florida. Dear Emily, according to recent books, clitoral orgasms seem to be the holy grail of orgasms. Previously, people were encouraged to explore the G-spot, the U-spot, and A-spot orgasms. Now it's being said that there's no such thing as vaginal orgasms and that searching for the G-spot is a waste of time. What are your thoughts on this, Dexter? Okay, why do these studies keep coming up, you guys? There's been so many studies. The G-spot exists. It doesn't exist. Now, I happen to know that a lot of women are going to tell you otherwise. I can assure you that all these companies, too, that make these G-spot toys that just kind of hit this sweet spot, they're probably not wrong either. But the vagina is just very, very misunderstood and that there's really no such thing as a wrong kind of orgasm. Some women have clitoral orgasms. Someone can only have internal or orgasms, call it the G-spot, the A-spot, the U-spot. But I think the most important thing is that women, you know, bottom line, they need to prioritize and figure out what works for them and find out where their pleasure is, then go in that direction. You know, I think the clitoris is confusing. It's not just that little button that has 8,000 nerve endings. There's also, you know, those nerve endings extend inside. There's internal nerves. So people would say, oh, well, maybe that's actually what's happening. The other reason why this is a debate, I think, is because so many women have this expectation that 
during penetration, they should have an orgasm. And if they don't, something's wrong with them. They're they're broken. They're missing some kind of like superpower. Well, we all know that only 30% of women actually have orgasms during intercourse. And so what I think this whole conversation should be about is women specifically understanding that the clitoris, for a lot of women, if they have clitoral stimulation, they're more likely to have an internal orgasm during sex or during anything else. It can just help to knock out that clitoral orgasm. And then the whole internal area, the G spot, if you believe in that kind of thing, becomes more engorged and then it's easier to have orgasms. So my thoughts to you, Dexter, is no matter who, if you're with a woman, um, just pay attention to what she needs, what she wants. I've talked with her and figure out her hot spots. I'm sure she will guide you or you guys can go exploring together. We have so much potential for pleasure, guys. So just keep searching. Uh, let's talk to Nicole, 48 in Canada. She needs advice on how to talk to her 16-year-old son about masturbation. Okay. Hey, Nicole. Hi there. Hi. How you doing? Tell me everything. What's doing going on? great. It's sunny and beautiful. Oh, good. <laughs> I love that. You guys deserve that. Finally having some spring. Oh, finally. Good. It's always raining in Vancouver, so. It is, right? Um, but it's I a beautiful city. Yeah. I just wanted to ask you, my son is 16, and neither his dad or I have had a talk to him about masturbation. Okay. And I'm not sure really who should have the conversation or how to start it. He's very, very shy, and he's pretty, um, like, I don't want to say innocent, but he hasn't had a lot of girlfriends. I mean, he's very handsome. Girls always like him, but he's just more right. shy. Okay, well, I'm so glad you asked this question because I think it's great that you, you know, you want to have the talk and you're being thoughtful about it. I think it's so important for, for parents to talk to, to their kids about masturbation and about touching themselves and what's going to happen, you know, what kind of arousal and, and, and what, you know, Absolutely. erection and all the things. So there hasn't been any conversation until now? No. Okay. So I would suggest that... about sex? Right. He has, um, like, he knows all the basics, but um, that's the one thing that we haven't talked about, and I'm not even really sure how to bring it up. And then when it comes to, you know, the action, um, like... I don't, do you encourage imagination or how, like, how do you broach the subject? Okay. Well, I think the first thing, I, I mean, I would suggest that your, your husband does it, the dad. Um, yeah. And I would just say, you know, and let him know that it's, you know, it's, he's going to have some, some, tell him what he does. When I was your age, um, around this time or a little earlier, like, I think it's better to tell a story. Like I, you know, this is what happens with men, this is what happened with me. I started to, um, Sana is my penis. You know, you can even preface it by saying, Sana, I know we've been talking about this stuff and you might be hearing things because I guarantee you he's probably masturbated by now. It's probably happened. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure. And he's seen porn and he's done all these things, seen a lot, and maybe someone's even seen it before. That's not you or your husband. We don't know. But I think the cooler that your husband take deep breaths, he can practice on you, you can role play because it's really awkward for parents to talk to their kid just as awkward it is for him, for your son. And he right. gets to say, yeah. That's my worry is I don't want him to feel awkward either. Nicole, the thing you got to do is, is it, so your husband, they're in a relaxed, what do they do together? Do they ever like hang out together, do stuff on father, oh, yeah. son? Okay, good. Next time they're together. Perfect. So make sure that nobody's like hungry, angry, lonely, tired. They're in their happy place together. Son, I want to talk to you about something. I know this might be kind of, I know we've never talked about this, but I just want you to know that, you know, that 
you're, when I was your age, I started feeling fun. I started getting erections, as we call them. My penis would be hard. Sometimes I woke up in the morning and I touch it, things would happen, and I would touch myself. It's called masturbation. And then I would ejaculate. And I didn't really understand. I'm assuming that your husband probably had some, maybe he had shame around it or didn't really get it or I don't know. But you could say, and I didn't really know what it was. My parents didn't tell me. I'm going to assume all this part. And I realized that it, we all do it. It's totally, it's healthy. It's normal. Um, I know you've probably seen porn. That's what a lot of, you know, you're using people look at porn and stuff like that. And we're not fans of that for your young mind because it's actually movies. Right. They're not real life. They're not actually, you know, it's for your entertainment. It's shot by, you know, it's made by men who want to show men what they think they like, but it's not technically how you have sex, but I can see why it turns you on. So I just want you to know right. that. And and it, it feels good. It's okay to do it in the privacy of your room. We're cool with it. And I just want you to have shame around it. I want you, I want you to know that I'm here for you if you have any questions at all. And if I can't answer it, I'm going to find the answers. But I want you to know I'm here for you. And he went, oh, dad, dad, no, I don't want to. And then he's got to follow up with him again. Because this is what I want parents to remember. That it's not a one-time conversation. You don't just have the talk and then walk right. away. You need to have this talk with them at every stage, every year, a few times a year. And then it becomes as normal right. as you talking to them about their schoolwork and where they're planning on getting their summer, you know, internship and, you know, what they're doing for, for food. Like, it's like it's, part, it's a really important part of life and parents can really help to create a, a positive, healthy, you know, nurturing, you know, connected relationship with their children about it. They start it in this way. And it's never too late. Absolutely. Okay. I agree. All right. Yeah. Good, well, Nicole. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. My, my okay. pleasure. I love it. Thanks for calling. Bye, Nicole. You know, we talk a lot about toys on the show because I, you know, why not have some sex accoutrements that make sex enhance your sex life? We all know it's going to get a little dull. But there is ways to masturbate, even if you don't want to use a vibrator. And even though I know the sex toy industry is huge um, and growing, 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 um, some people just want to be like, and people have called in and said, oh, I've only mastered, I've only had orgasms with a vibrator lately, and I kind of want to figure out how to do it again with my fingers. And so, um, and so the thing also, you guys remember that like different, different things like work for different people. And that's why if you, and this even goes for people who don't, who've never had an orgasm or you've, there's a lot of those people, or yeah, you don't have to write and buy a vibrator, even though I'm a huge fan and I prefer them. Okay, so, but here's the thing. Explore your genitals genitalia with your fingers now that might seem obvious but if you think about the clitoris with its eight thousand eight thousand nerve endings eight thousand and it's not and i had to learn this you know it's not just a little bud that the the clitoris actually has legs that extend deep inside behind the labia all those nerve endings like explore them use an index finger and always use lube you know how i feel about that and then, and this is also, you guys, whether you are you just you have a, a, a vulva or a partner with a vulva, this is just a good kind of touch tips. Use an index finger on the outer labia. Now, this is something that I had to learn through exploration that the labia had so much sensitivity as even, you know, has erectile tissue in there from the clitoris. So you wouldn't know until you explored it with different t- touches and different pressures and just using like really like light strokes. Then you could do tapping or, f- you know, faster strokes, feather strokes. You know, you can you can use like the pad of your finger, the side of your finger, like just play around with touch and with your fingers. Start there because I think you'll be amazed at like, oh, 
I just rubbed it the same way always, but I didn't realize that using light feather touches or tapping could actually really feel amazing to me. It could feel different sensations that I didn't feel in that one set way that I always touch myself. So it's about exploring and going slow and without necessarily the goal of orgasm. Because you'll be amazed at what you will discover when you're not focused on the end result. Okay, use your non-dominant hand. That was interesting. Yeah, very interesting. So if you always pleasure like with your dominant hand, the hand you write with, when you use your non-dominant hand, you non-dominant hand, you get a different sensation. So just like using your fingers when you're using the different hand, it might be real difficult. It might feel difficult because I'm trying to think which hand I I was trying to think the I think same I, thing too. I feel like I. I'm trying to, I use a toy with my uh, right hand, but I actually. This is, I, okay, I spread with the left and use my right to stimulate. Oh, spread with your left. Like oh. use is like think about which one you use to like op- open, and then the other one that you use to stimulate. Because so, sometimes I'll, I'll switch it up. Hands. Yeah, all hands. All hands on deck. Both. Not to be used with all hands on deck, which <laughs> yeah. is a different thing. Which is a different thing. Yeah, different thing. <laughs> Totally different. <laughs> Not to be confused with. Um, yeah, but it totally makes sense, you guys. It's like they say when you want to up your creativity too, like sleep on the other side of your bed or brush your hand with the other with the opposite hand mm. that you always brush your hand with because that's how you, you know, you it inspires creativity and you kind of mix things up and learn and it's um it, it stimulates different parts of your brain. So becoming an ambidextrous ambidex- masturbator. Yeah, and I'm wondering how we're not all more amb- ambidextrous. Don't you wonder that ever like would it have served us to be able to use... Can you define that, please? Oh, when you can... Ambidextrous is when you can use both hands. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right, like, equally. Like, you can... Oh, like, oh just pen. like with give daily life. Pen. I can write yeah. with my left or my right. I'm not hindered in any way. Did I am ambidextrous. And it's rare to be ambidextrous. I right? know. It's really awesome. cool. I'm very jealous I play pool people. with my... I'm right-handed, but I can buy paper. I weirdly play pool with my left hand, which I rarely do. Fun fact. You know me wielding a pool stick all the time. <laughs> right here. I'm always talking about my pool Oh, games. can we please go play pool? Yeah, with my left hand. We'll do it. I just really... I really want to see that for some reason. Yeah. I think you'd be... I think you'd college. be oddly good at it for yeah, some reason. I am, kind of. I get super focused on that ball. Shooting the balls all over. The pretty <laughs> colorful... Yeah. With my left... It's awesome. Uh... <laughs> Put that down, Michelle. It's our next, our next group night activity. I got it. We're gonna go play pool and drink beer, some dive bar, drink some pints. Let's you guys go. Like the dive bar. I like a pint. love it. When's beer day? Uh, oh, every day. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Uh, okay, you guys. The other thing is, this is your tips for masturbation without anything but your hands, your God-given hands, your nature-given hands. Don't focus on the orgasm as the end result. This is always, you guys. This is going to be if you're just like tuning in or driving along, or she says so much. I don't know. Remember this. What is that girl talking about? You're, the best way to have an orgasm is not to focus on orgasm. That's it. Like literally, focus on exactly what is ha- what's happening in the moment. Whatever you're feeling. So when you do that, and you're like, oh, how does it feel with my finger rubbing my labia slowly? And how does it feel when I'm tapping or moving in circles? Like when you're just feeling it, mm-hmm. present. Then you're not going, is this going to work? Is this going to work? Is and then your head's involved, and then your brain, and then your body's like, I don't know what's happening. So that, and that, that could be frustrating. Remember, just me telling you don't focus on orgasm isn't, doesn't mean you're going to be like, oh, good point. And then you go home tonight and you're having sex with your partner and obviously it's going to happen. It might take you a few times, but when you remember that and you let go of all expectations and you just have pleasure in 
connecting with your body. Like that's it. Like your only thing is what what get curious about what touch feels good, what doesn't, where would you want to go back to, where are you finding pleasure, what other spots feel good. Um, and I think that, that that just, you know, that enhances everything, really. And you can really pay attention to, oh, my, it felt good when the left side of my clitoris is more sensitive than my right or the labia. What parts are turning you on without, and that happens so true in life, which I need to remind myself, being present, being mindful every day and not focusing on what comes next, what happened in the past. Same as for sex. Masturbation tips and life tips. It's true, you guys. It's just kind of the same thing. Living a mindful life, mm-hmm. mindfully masturbating, it really is the same principle of really in the present moment. When this is a good anxiety, uh, good thing for anxiety and stress is pointing out and walking in nature, if you'd like, or when you're masturbating, what is in the moment, like my hand, my feet are on the ground, my hands are on the table, I'm looking at the computer. My fingers are walking through my clitoris. Okay. <laughs> Getting to really though, that's the thing. That's like the main Not like, at this moment. Okay. So ready to yeah. right now, don't do it at this moment. Ready to go okay, your clitoris, you guys. So if you've just how clitorate are you? We've talked a lot about the clitoris here and in life, but that is the uh, it's made of a bunch of different spots though. Like I said, it's got the eight thousand nerve endings and they uh, they go they extend far beyond where you think. Uh, you can call us with anything, 888 So think about this. Like the top of the clitoris is like the 12 o'clock spot. The bottom is a... So this is... We're talking about the little... The clitoral bud part. If the clitoris is a 12 and the bottom is a 6, you can explore the touch over the clitoral hood. Like that's like the glands. It's kind of like the glands of the penis. The hood goes over the clitoris. That can be the most sensitive spot. And this is why it's so good to, to do this with a mirror. Because once you start to stroke yourself, you'll see, oh, like there's my glands and my clitoris. There's where it goes back. And but literally the clitoris is broken into the little part, the 12 and the six. And that there's parts of it that could be more sensitive than others. Yeah. The, they're the like, if what is it called? The quadrants? The quadrants of the, the clitoris. Quadrants. Mine, yes. mine is my like upper right quadrant. Mm-hmm. Is when what, you're looking. When, when I'm on my body. So if it's me. You're thinking about your your right hand is my right hand upper quadrant. Mm -hmm. What's yours? Mine's the upper left. Oh, interesting, Michelle. Have you explored your quadrants? (laughs) People call us about the quadrants of your clitoris. Triple eight nine four seven eight two seven seven. We just went like we just graduated people. I'm just like like here's the clitoris. I'm like, but there are quadrants, 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 quadrants. Like oh shit. They're like fuck. I can't get away from math. I I literally was like scratching my head like fuck. Have I done that before? (laughs) No, that's a meme. Just a way I to will. Think about anything. My sex homework. Oh, I yeah, will. you probably haven't thought about it. I, I have said, yeah. We've, she's I've had, had years to think about her clitorates of mm. quadrants. The quadrants of the clitoris. Um, <laughs> oh, the places will go with the clitoris. Um, Dr. Seuss book. Dr. Seuss. It's a that great one. That is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I love it. I know. So, also, you guys, some other ways. A hair dryer. What do you think about this, you guys? A hair dryer with its warm and cool settings and multiple speeds. Can be sensation, can be sensual, and subtle. And if you have a sensitive clitoris, use it. Not try the blowing the air on it on your clitoris. I have not tried that. Ah, uh, wait a minute. I've never purposely tried it, but I've indirectly tried it. I was like, oh yeah, that feels good, but never brought myself to orgasm. Were you just like we were talking and you put your hair dryer down? Yeah, I was like, oh, was pointed towards <laughs> yeah. you know me. I probably like dropped on the floor and I was on the phone. I was like shooting up. Yeah. 
That makes so much sense. And this is another great Earth Day tip. Household, household, household items that can be used for pleasure. I'm just worried about... I, I think the hot of, setting or no 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 just the dryness like wouldn't that just lower setting though okay. and not in it like six feet what's wrong inches are you like responding <laughs> no, to a date no I'm not I accidentally you, my ass is FaceTime calling someone right now and I can't figure it out Jamie's ass has a mind of its own I know there really. we go sorry I ended it it was such an accident okay was it someone that you wouldn't want to ask no it was my two best friends Oh, I would. So it was fine. But they were like, I didn't know what was happening. And my phone started like vibrating. I was like, what's happening? And I looked and then it, they were like, why are you FaceTiming us? It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's the worst. People <laughs> FaceTime you in the middle of. My bad, everybody. Okay. She's back. She's back. But yes, yeah, the dryness of. Well, I don't think you'd be, you wouldn't be put, I think you'd leave it like six inches, 10 inches oh, down. I'm down. thinking it's like. No, it's not on. Thank you, Michelle. I'm so glad you asked that. Okay, good. No, do not put the, don't put your hair dryer, don't let it touch your, have it like held b- below, like by your knees. Got it. Shooting up. Okay, I could see this now. Yeah. Okay, right? Yeah. Kind of like the womanizer. But God. that same kind Even of. more gentle though. More gentle. Like for, because a lot of women have sense. Oh, I like You that. have to remember that every clitoris is different and every woman is different and how they, they feel with it. So, so. Some that's why there's not one vibrator fits all, one touch that fits all, one move that fits all. That's why you gotta explore. Like it is your duty, it is your job, it is your. If you're a human who's interested in, in having more pleasure and knowing, you know, having more evolved sex, then it's your it's your duty to explore your body to figure it out. And also, you guys expand, expand, you know, beyond your genitals. So we know that not just. The penis, the vulva. There's a lot of different kinds of orgasms. We know that. The breasts and her thighs. They're just parts that feel good. It's not even like there's the um, stroke. Like just your breasts and her thighs, nipples, genitals. Like all that stuff is what like slowly touching. When we're talking about like, orgasming without using anything else other than your fingers. There's it's, so much pleasure there. If, you ever, if you're thinking about getting into like some anal play Ooh. with a partner... Is it good to masturbate that way and see if you like it? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Play with your anus on your own. Is there a play, play with your anal day? So you can like come to your you can come to your own conclusion, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good. Yeah, I think the. But part of me thinks it's kind for a lot of people. Yes, I think that you should explore it, but I think that's a more challenging area for people because it's still taboo. Mm. Or it still feels like it's still so new. But I actually think that if you can get beyond your head and suspend all belief and suspend all judgments you have around it, that you absolutely could and should use it as a possibility to play lightly with it. You put some lube on your finger, kind of move around, see how that feels. And then you could go back, oh, my partner, that was interesting. That wasn't interesting. Hmm. I liked it. I didn't like it. Let's see what else here. Mm. Ooh, internal. Oh, try a pillow. Yeah, you guys, pillow. Okay, so this is how a lot of we hear from a lot of people, uh, women, that the first time you have an orgasm or you've ever experienced is like when you're humping a pillow or moving your bed or something that arouses you. Well, it still works as an adult if you never do it, like cuddling up to your your pillow, rubbing against it, is like a way to masturbate. Some people really like it. And some people feel bad about it, feel guilt about it because they did it as a child. And That is my exact story. Really? Yeah. I actually just told this to Jamie. Um, I just told this to Jamie that 
first time I ever orgasmed, I was young. I was in like elementary school and I pushed up against a pillow and like my whole body like started shaking and I, I felt shamed, shameful and guilty after it for a little while. And I was like, oh my God, what did I just do? What just happened? And then a few years went by and I was like, oh, this is what's going on. And then one thing led to another. Not now I'm here. Right. Now, right. Exactly. But yeah, no, it's very common. It's like the whole thing in um, the pillow had its own thing. Oh, in, in uh, pen. F- oh, no. In Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Yes. That yeah. was like an animator. Yeah. You guys, if you want to see a great sex ed show, Big Mouth. Oh, my Big gosh. Mouth on Netflix is an animated sex education series, which is for adults and young adults. Not too young, but it's awesome. 14, yeah, those 14, 15 year olds would love it. And I think boys or girls, I think it's awesome. And and yeah, there's a pillow. Oh, that's a little animated character in this. So you all know this. And um, yeah, try a, try other toys that aren't vibrators. Yeah. Dildos. Yoni eggs. So there you go, guys. There's lots of ways you can uh, give yourself pleasure using your own self, body, some things around the home. Eggplants. You have to have a vibrator. And I hope eggplants... Or zucchinis, zucchinis. <laughs> Yeah, we're still on the fence on that We're one. on the fence on the zucchinis. Um, <laughs> but that's what we got, you guys. Yeah. Any more... Uh, anything else, you guys? Any more questions about uh, anything at all? About pleasuring yourself or... I think that was like chock full. I feel like I'm even inspired. Like I got re-inspired. Well, I'm going to ma- I'm going to test the, the difference. Well, definitely the hair dryer. But I'm going to test the difference between my hands. Le- yeah, left, left and right. right. Mm-hmm. I want to see how the difference... Is with that. I masturbate with my left hand, actually. Because most of the time, I feel like most people masturbate with one because they're holding porn or something with the other. Or if you're a woman, I guess you're using both because you're trying to spread. Yep. That's, yeah. That's, well, maybe and so you might never yeah. even thought to spread. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess to you do spread. It. Yeah. I think I spread. <laughs> I didn't start spreading till recently. Really? Well, like a, a few months ago. Really? Because I started like you know playing with my exploring more and playing with my labia. And then I was like, oh. oh, and I was like, oh, spreading makes so much fucking sense. So explain also, what you mean by putting your fingers on You put on your fingers liquor, on the outside, outside of, of your labia, labia to you sp- kind of like spread it open so that your clitoral, clitoral hood let, exposes your yeah. clitoris yeah. more. Yeah, so your clitoris is just out. But also if you move <laughs> those Michelle fingers. Right. Your clitoris is out. Like she was, <laughs> right? she was going into a play. Like it was like the sun. Your clitoris is out like the sunshine. Duh. <laughs> it's the star of the show. <laughs> She's like, oh. The clitoris is a star of the show. For sure. But then you move your fingers, though, that you're using to spread, and that feels good, too. Yeah, exactly. The finger, So you have, like, a million different ways to stimulate yourself on your, each finger, each yes hand. I also like this fact that it says the fingertip has 2,500 touch receptors on it. Yes. So that's just, like... That's a lot of freaking receptors. That's its own pleasure organs, touching your other pleasure spots. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this show. Are you inspired? Are you inspired for a little self-loving? Let me know what you think of the show. And thanks to my amazing team, Ken, Michelle, Kristen, producer, Jamie, and Michael. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. I want to tell you about one of the oldest and most trusting relationships in my life. It's probably the only one that's like never really let me down. I'm talking, of course, about the magic wand. I mean, the magic wand was a big part of my life, even before I started the show. And it's not going anywhere in my life or anyone else's. I mean, you want to know why? The magic wand has been delivering pleasure for 50 years. That's a long time. And it's still the best-selling massage wand in the world. I think it has something to do with all that power. I mean, they don't call it the Cadillac vibrators for nothing. Whoa. 
it's a good one. And even though it's not easy to improve on something so timeless, they did it again with the latest version called the Magic Wand Plus, and it is awesome. So like the original, the Magic Wand Plus is a full-size plug-in massage wand. It features a soft silicone head, easy-to-use controls, and variable speed that lets you go from a low rumble to OMG with the push of a button. And if you don't have a Magic Wand in your life, trust me, you should. There are now three models to choose from, original, rechargeable, and the all-new Plus. You can see them all and get one for yourself at sexwithemily.com slash magic wand. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash magic wand. 